So uh, those $500 websites, that's not where these folks should be. And the reason why I'm, I'm saying this is I, I, I just had a conversation recently with, uh, with uh, an agency owner and she was telling me how much she was charging. And I, was, uh, I, I, I asked her, okay, how long does it take you to build a website? And we did the math and she was charging literally $4 an hour when you actually look at it at that, at that level, uh, you know? And if you build 100 websites a month, 1,000 websites a month, which some operations do, then you can charge, then you can do it at, that, uh, at those lower price points. But if, you, if that's not where you want to be or that's not where you are today, push it up. Become a chef. Uh, you know, increase the prices, increase your own ability to serve, and then things, magical things are going to happen around there. Hey, Bob WP here, and welcome to Do the Woo, the WooCommerce Builder Podcast. This show is brought to you by our community friend, Jetpack. If you haven't checked into their new agency program that they have, well, stay tuned as I'll tell you more about that later in the show. It's time for the Friday show. Well, from community burnout... WordCamps to bring in more value to your skills as a builder, Vito Peleg and myself have you covered, plus a few odds and ends thrown in. So let's get right into it. Well, it's the Friday show, and I'm here with Vito Peleg. Vito, how are you doing? Very good. It's good to be back, Bob. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been you've been on a few times here and there and stuff over the years, it seems like, so... We are, for those of you that are just hearing this for the first time, the Friday show, it's really just a conversation. I bring somebody in, I know, and we they act as a co-host and we just come up with a couple topics, kind of run with it and see where the show takes us. But before I get into it, uh, Vito has this great business called Adoram, and why don't you just give a little intro to yourself? I know a lot of people know who you are, but for those that don't. Sure. So um, my name is Vito. Um, I've been in WordPress uh, for almost 15 years now. I uh, started as a freelancer, then uh, built an agency uh, here in London in the UK. And through the experience of trying to manage a team and a bunch of clients at the same time, kind of got frustrated with the client work. And so uh, we built a tool to help us internally first to um, manage the clients and essentially facilitate communications in a visual way. And that uh, uh, once it worked like magic, then I tried to see if anyone else in the community would care for it. And that's what created Adorim initially. We were called WP Feedback at the, at the time, if you remember, Bob, uh, right in the beginning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In those days. Um, and then uh, it was a it was a plugin that allowed people to literally click any part of the WordPress website to leave a comment where the request is, therefore eliminating the back and forth and all of the mess of trying to really get the client to tell you what they really want, not what they think they want. Mm-hmm. Um, and that evolved into a platform that now works with any website, but now we have basically two sides to it. One is the visual collaboration aspect. And the other side is the workflow management. And the goal is to save a whole bunch of time on service delivery uh, for agencies and uh, uh, hosts and uh, also internal product teams. 
uh, that are using this um, uh, to just save uh, uh, all kinds of clicks when it comes to their day-to-day activity. Um, yeah, it's been going pretty nicely. Now there's about 12,000 agencies that are using this with uh, 1.2 million of their clients in the um, past three and a half years. Uh, and we're just getting started. Wow. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> and then just a little reflection on my part, and I may have mentioned this way back, well, not way back, but when we did the redesign of Do The Woo and I worked with an agency, um, um, WebDev Studios, they actually use Adderim. And right. I, so I experienced it and it was awesome. I mean, I really liked it because it was so cool to be able to communicate with them so easily. I had a great person I worked with and having that on top of that made the the whole thing really seamless and painless. And it was like, wham, bam, it's over. And that was fun. So That's awesome. So, yeah, I remember I was talking to Christina about this. She was uh, she was your point of contact at the time, right? If I yeah, remember. right, right. Yeah. And, uh, and she said, like, Bob just went in and started marking things as done for us. Uh, <laughs> you know, I got crazy with the tool. And she's like, fine, you know, if he's, if he's marking the work for me, then that's even better. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I, yeah, I kind of went a little, you know, out of control there. It was like, am I supposed to do this? Well, this is done. This is done. Uh, she's like, oh, wait a minute. But anyway, it all turned out great. So so a couple topics. I'm going to start with mine. And this is, okay, this is something that, okay, let me, let me put it this way. We all know that everybody's been talking about, you know, it, well, you hear some people and maybe some of you out there listening aren't deep enough in the community. You know, people are talking about community burnout and, you know, people are leaving. I mean, we've heard this for a few, you know, a few years. Right. And one of the interesting things I see saw recently, and I'm not going to name names because one thing is I can't remember half the people that were talking. Then the, the, so I'd probably screw it up. They were talking in a Slack channel about this, and somebody pointed out uh, WordCamp Asia, and they said, you know, I think what we're looking at is bubbles of the ecosystem on burnout, you know, and this might be even regional or something, because they said we were at WordCamp Asia, and the energy level was dynamic. Everybody was excited. I mean, you know, sure, you don't have people moping around, and they come because they're depressed about WordPress or something, but... The person that had made the first comment responded by saying, well, you know, those are enthusiasts. Of course, they're going to be that way. Well, I kind of, you know, I stayed out of the conversation, but I thought, well, they're, not, they're really more than enthusiasts because these are builders. These are people that have shop, you know, stores and websites and everything else. And I tended to agree that sometimes, and and as I get more into different parts of the world and talking with people, that it was a little bit centric to maybe a certain region, maybe, you know, and the people that they communicate with that the burnout seemed to be getting more and more visible. So I think, you know, there is that part of it that we need to, well, first of all, kind of get out of our little bubble and realize there's all these communities. And I've, like I said, I've, you know, started talking to some of the Asian community. I've talked to them in Africa. I've talked to them on different continents. And some of them are so, not not just passionate, but there's a certain graciousness about them that shows how much WordPress has done for them. And they kind of get through all that. What, you know, do you kind of, and you know, you obviously, well, now I live in 
Portugal, but do you feel that or have you ever sensed that? I mean, do you agree with that in a way or what? So I think there is um, uh, there's definitely merit to it. Um, one thing that I saw at Asia where we also were hanging out a little bit there uh, together um the people that we were sitting with at the table are the same people that we were sitting at the table in World Camp Europe and World Camp US. Uh, you know, it's the same folks that, uh, that travel around the world uh, following uh, those events. Uh, I, I even had a conversation with, uh, with another founder in, in our space just earlier today, and he was saying the same thing. I, I thought I'm going to come to Asia and I'm going to open a new market, but eventually it's the same people that just followed us there like he did as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, so there is the way that I see this is that the community is so much broader than the small um, group of folks that are, let's call them active community members, you know, uh, folks like yourself, like myself, you know, we see each other wherever we go. We see when, when we scroll the feed on any social media, then, then it's us, you know what I mean? Um, so I think that one of the things that are missing uh, from community um, from the community aspect in WordPress is community outreach. Uh, and th- that is the ability to expand those circles, not create new ones, but expand existing ones so that you drive fresh blood into those uh, into those communities, into those small groups and bubbles uh, to make sure that um, they keep thriving. Um, even more than this, you know, going to to Asia and as well as now with WordCamp Europe coming just around the corner. One of the things that really bugged me with this uh, with these these events, even though you know we sponsor them and I I love going and it's it's like meeting family, you know, every time there you go, mm-hmm. is that there are tiny in comparison to the impact of the software that they are there to represent. Um, so if you look at this from, from a standpoint of uh, WordPress powering almost half of the internet, why isn't the, any of these or e- either of these or, or all of them are events that you have more than 20,000 people, not 2,000 people, you know? Um, they, they should be like arena-packed um, activities, uh, and which is going to be good for everyone. It's going to be good for the software. It's going to be great for contribution. It's going to be amazing for speakers, for sponsors. Um, and then there's only that one last component missing, which is the outreach. Right. And, and so I was, uh, I was contemplating this a lot recently, especially after I went to um, CloudFest. Um, hmm. Have you been before, Bob? You know, we, I haven't. And actually, um, next week we're having on another show, um, Carol Allinger is yes. coming in. And we're going to talk about the impact. But I'd like to kind of hear a little bit about your experience there, which would be great. So well. um my introduction to CloudFest as an event um, was very similar to my introduction to WordCamp. So uh, um, I was part of the community for many years before I even knew that this thing existed. Uh, and uh, they were happening right here b- under my nose. You know, in London, there, there's been a few camps um, uh, that were happening uh, over, the, over the 10 years that I've been living here uh, without even me knowing. 
And so I went to uh, when I when I started uh, promoting um, uh, my product, um, I was um, I got in touch with a few folks that told me that there is this small event like uh, if you know Lee Jackson, he was doing uh, agency transformation live. So I was looking for mostly for agency related events. I went there and uh, then I met uh, Paul Lacey um, and Nathan Nathan uh, uh, Wrigley. Uh, that told me that there is WordCamp uh, London coming up in like a week. I didn't even know that this was happening. Uh, so I went there and that's where I found out that uh, WordCamp Berlin or WordCamp Europe was happening just a month after. And I went there and, you know, the whole, and then there I found out that there's WordCamp U- US and that's where I met you. And so these things kind of um, uh, rolled in, in that way just by... Me taking a more active role, but it was my choice. It wasn't something that was brought to my to my table, even though I was already building with WordPress and uh, and you know b- building hundreds of websites with with the tool. Um, um, I wasn't even aware of these things. And same thing with uh, with Cloudfest. Now, um, someone dropped me a message uh, a year ago that um, there's an event in Germany. You should go see what's up. And that was three days before the event. I bought a plane ticket and I showed up, you know. Uh, and uh, this year we were already, I was speaking and we were sponsoring and now Cloudfest is even a sponsor at our uh, at our uh, event uh, the, uh, next week. And so what I saw there is that Cloudfest is just for comparison, it's uh, seven and a half thousand attendees, right? For an industry that is tiny, Compared to ours, this is uh, this is an event that is mostly geared toward um, uh, like cloud tools and infrastructure for hosters, and you know, like if you consider how many hosting companies are there compared to how many uh, WordPress professionals are there outside, you know, and then see that our events are pretty much a third of the size. Um, it was really baffling to me, and I, I was talking to this with uh, with the founder of Cloudfest as well, and trying to figure out what do they do. It all came down to one thing eventually: focus over time. Um, so no event, and I see that coming from the music space as well. Uh, it's the same thing when you when you start a, when you start a band. You play these dive bars, right? You play five <laughs> people and seven people. F- five of them are the opening act, you know. Um, <laughs> and, and then, um, and then over time, the more you do it, the more you kind of grow. And if you're good, then you 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 figure out how to to uh, assemble an audience around uh, what you do. Um, but that is because. Uh, and some bands do it because they do it over time and they do it consistently and they do it with uh, with intention and some bands just or some musicians jump between bands constantly and so they never form that audience that keeps growing around them because they just keep on uh switching gears every every now and then and i think that even though i very much appreciate uh, of course all of the all the volunteers that are that are taking uh uh, taking time from their busy schedules to organize those camps they're volunteers yeah you know 
and that is that is the difference. Uh, so they change, and then the, the next year, then they there is no financial incentive. So if they get a, they get some kind of a gig that would make more sense, or that they need to finish a client project, then that would take precedent over uh, organizing the best and the biggest event that they can organize. Uh, and we just saw that with I saw a message from um, a. Um, oh damn it! I forgot her name, but she, but one of the organizers last year, and she said that she's not going to be doing it this year. She's focusing on her own stuff and things like this. So it's exactly, it's exactly that. On on one hand, as attendees, you want to bring new blood, but as organizers, you want to have core teams that can grow this thing and make it a beast. And think about community outreach. Um, think about why does as WordCamp Europe not twenty thousand is even small. Why is it not like Web Summit? You know, you're in Porto, right? Web Summit is like 25, 30,000, 35,000 people uh, every year. Why not? You know? Yeah, exactly. And that's an interesting perspective because it's almost like, you know, I, I know people, the flavor of WordPress and the flavor of WordCamps and everything. But on the other hand, it seems like keeping the local bird camps nice and local and you can kind of keep that flavor going. But like you said, looking at the now three major word camps, the bigger ones that are more regional, it would be interesting to get, to have a better focus, to have more stability and to have, uh, yeah, more outreach because potentially it could be crazy. And, you know, it, I think there's, and that would be, you know, I don't think it'd take away. I mean, I, I, I've thought about this a million times, but I never thought of it that way where, yeah, that's kind of the big, uh, what do you want to call it? I don't want to say standard events, but they're the ones that are where, where it's really focused and, you know, we can keep that nice feely part to the local word camps that continue to happen everywhere. So, yeah, I, I like that. And, you know, so... So moving forward, I think um, Vito and I are going to start a um, some kind of move to um, do that, or at least we're going to think about it for a while. <laughs> yeah, well, we're already trying to do that with, the, and and the reason why it occupies me a lot is because of our own event that mm -hmm. uh, that we also see that growing year over year because we have uh, the same team and a growing team that uh, and so we have the processes uh, honed in and the networks uh, you know already established and um and and every year we're we're able to not try and replicate last year's success but trying to up ourselves uh, and when when you are when you're coming into um let's say when when you're hired to a new role that okay um the first thing that you want to do is you want to fill the old shoes Right. And, and then when you need to, when there's another person coming into that role, then they want to fill those old shoes again. And because it's the same thing that happens almost every year or every other year, then, uh, then, then you're not able to move from, uh, from sneakers to massive uh, cowboy boots. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Did you know that Jetpack has a new agency partner program that will help you manage your client sites? With a dedicated partner manager, it's time to grow your business. You'll be notified about security threats and downtimes, plus all the time you save with real-time backups, one-click restores, and a log that shows all changes on who did what 
when. And lastly, bulk updates and plugin management add to the time you save. All you have to do is visit jetpack.com forward slash four forward slash agencies and look forward to recurring discounts on all your new Jetpack licenses. So what's on your mind? Let's let's shift over. We're about halfway through or so. What's what's on your mind? What do you want to chat about a little bit? Right. So there's a couple of things that um, that uh, I've been contemplating about. One of this is really this topic. It was spot on because this is um, essentially one of the things that I've been working on over the past couple of months, uh, and as well as just coming back from uh, from Cloudfest and things like that. That's been really one of the things that uh, that has been occupying my mind as well. Uh, another thing is when it comes to the landscape of uh, web agencies in our space uh, because essentially when when you think about what is really driving the community forward and the product and WordPress as a product th- uh, I see that there's three components to it one is top down which is the big companies and the big hosting companies so that would be like the automatics the GoDaddy's of the world um, and they drive the project with their own agendas and with their own kind of a mindset as to what it should be about. Uh, then on the other side of the spectrum, you have DIYers and people that are coming in and just trying to use the tool, figuring it out, or website owners, right? But then in between, you have the professionals. And uh, the agency space is, first of all, something that uh, um, has, on one hand, a whole bunch of growth uh, associated with it. Because you never hear um, a good web designer uh, um, scrapping for work. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, right, right, exactly. You know, but on the other end, there's a, there's there's always this feeling, or you know, you have this um, uh, um, um, the the feast and famine concept of 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 service uh, service delivery, um, as well as the concept of um, of people wanting to grow beyond. So they actively try to go uh, above of where they are, and then they have this little monkey on the shoulder that tells them that uh, there's a lot of competition, and I gotta compete on the price, and I can't uh, I can't lose any clients, and you know I gotta I, I gotta give more, and I gotta give more, and I gotta give more, and then they burn out. And a year later, they become bakers or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, so this is really something that uh, that has been occupying me because I'm talking to uh, being an agency owner, a previous uh, an agency owner in my past as well, and going through that journey, I see that um, that there is a lot of uh, fear. Uh, going on, especially right now in that space, uh, coming from uh, recession on one hand and AI on the other spectrum of it, um, and uh, as well as as kind of a race to the bottom where you see solutions that are um, trying to build websites for five hundred dollars and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I uh, kind of came up with, or or that's where I felt comfortable thinking about this, is that. You don't want, as an agency, you don't want to be McDonald's. You, you want to be a chef, you know. You want to be the person that serves just a few customers, but it's so freaking tasty. Yeah. That they just <laughs> want to come back for more, you know. Uh, and then you don't need to worry about those different, th- those uh, chasing clients constantly because you're serving the ones that you have 
um, at the chef level. You're not just getting them. It's not a buffet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, right. Um, then there's, there's, there are other companies at massive scale that are designed to being McDonald's, but you don't see chef restaurants complaining about McDonald's. Yeah, right. 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 Exactly. Um, so uh, those $500 websites, that's not where these folks should be. And the reason why I'm, I'm saying this is I, I, I just had a conversation recently with, uh, with uh, an agency owner and she was telling me how much she was charging. And I was, uh, I, I, I asked her, okay, how long does it take you to build a website? And we did the math and she was charging literally $4 an hour. When oh, you man. actually look yeah. at it <laughs> yeah. at that at that level, uh, you know, and if you build a hundred websites a month, a thousand websites a month, which some operations do, then you can charge, then you can do it at that uh, at those lower price points. But if you if that's not where you want to be or that's not where you are today, push it up, become a chef, uh, you know, increase the prices, increase your own ability to serve. And then things, magical things are going to happen around there. Right. And, and I like that because, okay, so, so a couple of things. First of all, I look at, we recently had um, somebody on from WooCommerce talking about their new Woo Express, which is a WordPress.com hosting. And he was talking about uh, some of these smaller, you know, Developers and stuff maybe doing these type of stuff versus, you know, just everything in the world. This would give the opportunity to do it. But it also gives me, when you talk about the agencies and some of them worrying about these hosting companies that are putting together things that make it easier for DIYers to put it together, it's almost like what what do I want to say it's a it's kind of a survival of the fittest where now it's like okay that's your time to think of what Vito said and start looking at doing that chef work rather than the McDonald's work cuz the McDonald's work is going to suddenly come to you know McDonald's is going to maybe soon be automated completely and it's all self-serve so right make that self-serve for those people where they can go up and sit up their own site and everything you know gets pulled together, ching, 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 good. And even though it might be, in a sense, eliminating a certain part or a certain lower level there, that might be good in the long run because it's going to have those people looking at, and okay, well, maybe, you know, maybe I need to be part of an agency or maybe I need to create my own agency. I need to start looking at those people that aren't wanting to go to, GoDaddy or Woo Express and build their own site or, you know, their expectations are much higher. So I think there's there's a lot of things that are happening right now that people get freaked out about and think are going in the wrong direction, which when you look at what you said, may actually be pushing things in the right direction to make a lot, of, a lot more people happier. Yes. Well, not everyone is the right customer. So, uh, you know, when I was in my early 20s, no way I could go and eat at a chef restaurant and uh, with my wife and have a 300-pound dinner, you know. <laughs> There's no way. Um, no. That, 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 is, that is when I was, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, um, budgeting 
one pound a day for a meal, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, and you prepare everything yourself and, you, you know, you kind of like you're DIYing your own lunch. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, exactly. So that, um, so that, that's a stage in life or that's a stage in people's careers. I even think about DIYers without, without um, trying to offend anyone, but really they, a lot of times they don't have, they, they, they don't think about the value of their own time. Because, uh, you know, if I want to switch analogy here, but if I want to get a car, I'm not going to learn how to build a freaking car. I'm going to go and buy a car, right? you know, from somewhere. Uh, so spending 150 hours learning how to build a website uh, in WordPress, when what you need to do is build your own business that has nothing to do with that, that is illogical to me, even though yeah. I did it. As well, yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah, haven't <know>? we all? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, so, so these are those types of folks, and that's fine. That's where they are. And then above that, there's those small business owners that are like, you know, those the small plumbers and um, the corner shops and the, um, the, like, uh, the, the local pizzeria. And the, they have an operation. They don't want to learn how to build a website, but they need one. Right, they're not gonna spend five thousand dollars to build a website now because it's, it's, they don't see the value of it yet in where they where they are. Um, so again, they are not your client, and that's fine. They are the ones that are gonna go into those uh, different or yellow pages. You know, it's a, it's a good example of those things or the the automatic five hundred bucks website offering that they have. You know on dot com um, that's fine that's where these people are where you want to go to are the people our age that are will be happy to sit at a fancy restaurant and uh, and be served properly and uh, you know pay accordingly and maybe squint a little bit when the bill comes but still be able to pay it you know yeah right just have another glass of wine or another beer and get yeah. over it, you know. Get over it, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I think that this is where a lot of those things misaligned. AI is not going to kill uh, the people that want to have uh, a good meal. Uh, you know, it's not going to kill the, the, those, uh, this, but it's just going to filter people into the place where they should be. And, you know, bigger agencies have figured it out. You know, they already, they, they, they are going up market, they're going enterprise, which is a good idea. Um, but we, along with it comes long sales cycles and other challenges that, that still happen. Uh, but there's still um, a huge, huge market and there's enough to go around. And, and we're seeing this with, you know, with, with our platform, um, the amount of websites that people build every month is in the tens of thousands just to us, you know, and we're, we're still a small player, um, uh, you know. Um, and so, so the amount and the volume that is out there when all you need is three clients a month, really, to, to, to not survive, but to thrive as a micro agency, um, that's, um, then, then there's no even reason to have this little monkey on the shoulder that tells you that you can't. Yeah, right. And I love the analogy of the chef because I, right away I think of, okay, budget-wise and even time-wise, you go into a fast food place. Now a lot of them are automated. Almost you go up to the thing, put in your stuff. When you want that, you want that. But you don't want to go into a high-end restaurant and stand in the line and put in your order. Right. Like You want the waiters to come up and fawn yes. over you, and you want to you know slowly – 
experience everything. So it is, it's truly, I mean, it's happening there. And, you know, those, those high-end restaurants aren't going to do that because they know what people come in and what they're paying for, for that experience. So, so yeah, cool. I love that. So excellent stuff. Um, Speaking of agencies, we can't get away without hearing about your event coming up because, well, just because this is perfect timing and, and you have been doing your summit for a while now and, Everybody in the world should actually go to it, except for people maybe that don't have an agency, but (laughs) every agency should go to it. No, anyway, tell us a little bit about what's going on. So as you mentioned, Bobby, this is the fourth year now that we're doing this. Um, The first one came in because... uh, um, we just start. I just started my product uh, back in the towards the end of uh, 2019, and um, and we were starting to grow nicely. And then uh, I wanted to 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 do like um like a boost and reinvest into the company. And so uh, WordCamp Asia that was supposed to happen back then, early 2020, was my path of doing it. And so we bought all of the, you know, we bought tickets to, uh, or bought plane tickets and hotels to the team that we had. We were still a small team. We had three people, but it was still uh, a big endeavor at the time, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, we're sponsoring and shipped swag and uh, all of those kind of things and marketing activities and whatever, all of those kind of things. I was all in. And then a week before it got canceled. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, I almost lost the company at that time. Uh, because I was really investing more than we could afford, uh, just knowing that there's going to be uh, ROI on the other end of it, right? Um, and and so I, I was thinking, what can I do? Is this going to shut us down or is this the end of it? We just started, you know? <laughs> uh, so um, instead, I reached out to a bunch of friends that I met at uh, previous camps in the, in the long that year, including yourself, and uh, we put together an event in literally two weeks. I was staying up all night building a platform in WordPress uh, to accommodate this, the summit and uh, and bring it to the virtual world. Um, and I was hoping for like 300 people or so. Uh, and then we ended up with three and a half thousand people. <laughs> and the whole thing crashed on the first day, right? <laughs> Uh, but but uh, luckily we had like uh, sponsors and uh, and partners from uh, big companies that brought in like uh, their AWS experts and their CEO <laughs> and this guy and I was just sitting there pulling my hair out and while they were doing <laughs> setting things up you know and we got back on track of course yeah. Um, and uh, that was year one. And since then, it became like um, a thing that I wanted to do to mostly give back to the community as our yearly thing. Uh, so uh, year two, we were at 5,000 attendees. And last year, we were at 7,500 attendees. And this year, we are almost at 10,000 already. Cool. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to, um, uh, to the event that's coming next year, uh, next week. Uh, and... Um, one of the cool things that we did this time is we've set up, I wanted to create a bit more of an engaging um, setup instead of, uh, or on top of the, you know, those sessions uh, that are um, that are happening live, um, which are great. And a lot of them are done by agency owners that have figured things out just this past year or last year and come in to share their knowledge, people that are literally in the trenches. 
and uh, they are kind of like a year ahead of some of the other attendees, and that's how we all learn from each other. Uh, but on the other side of it, we've created these awesome panels where um, I try to bring in people from a little bit broader to our space. Um, so this year, one of the panels that I'm excited about is uh, we have uh, um, uh, we have one of them uh, with the guy from Microsoft that was in charge of implementing AI into Bing. Mm, interesting. Um, and he's going to wow. come in to talk a little bit about uh, how is that going to affect search in the upcoming year and how is that going to affect SEO and what do agencies need to learn about this and who who better person to hear from than the actual person that did it, you know? Right, exactly. Um, and then we have a panel on that side. We also have a panel with uh, how bigger companies are looking into WordPress over the past year and a half. Uh, um and are starting to interact with it um, instead of ignoring it. Because we've been ignored for quite a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so there's folks from HubSpot and Google and uh, WebPros, which is uh, the guys behind uh, cPanel and Plesk, uh, and um, companies, and, and even the, the co-founder of, uh, or the founder of uh, CloudFest is coming in to share his opinion. Uh, and we have Josefa joining in that front from WordPress. She's the director of... Um, of WordPress and probably the the second strongest person in our exactly space at the moment. <laughs> yep. um, and um, and yeah so we try to bring that other side of the spectrum so you can learn from real people that are just like us and then you can also hear from people that are shaping things behind the scenes um, in a really interesting way cool yeah the that's great to hear because it's almost like going back to the the bubble, the ecosystem and stuff is you're bringing in things. And that's even with this Friday show, I'm trying to not always talk, hey, we don't have to always talk WooCommerce specific, but we can talk to anything that any builder in WooCommerce can relate to. And often you can, you know, branch out easily and there's a lot of stuff going on. And yeah, bringing in those. And, and I do find it interesting that, some of the big names you have coming in because even through our site and when I talk to sponsors and potential sponsors, there's a lot of larger companies that are looking or they've started to get more and more intrigued with the WordPress space or even specifically the WooCommerce space and and feeling like, okay, we need to um, be a part of this, understand it more, what's going on. So um, yeah, this sounds excellent. So so give us the details before we go, The um, where, when, how, all that stuff. First of all, it's free. Uh, this is our way of, uh, of bringing back, of giving back to the community. Um, there's a bunch of uh, activity going on with, uh, it's, a it's a full week event or basically um, a 24-4, right? It's Tuesday yeah. to Friday. Um, we're, serving, we're serving every time zone. So there's um, more than 10 hours a day of sessions. Or everything is live. So you can engage with the speakers and the panelists um, in real time. And then we also have our uh, networking areas uh, where you and I mostly hang out uh, every year. Um, and that is powered by Post Status uh, this year, uh, where they are creating this um, a cool experience where you have um, uh, every hour um, a kind of a hangout or a meetup about a different topic. 
And so, um, so just to keep the conversation going, we're going to have uh, uh, influencers and experts, and as well as uh, and as well as uh, community members uh, coming in and hosting their own um, uh, hour of hangout. You know, bringing their friends and running their own little parties, really. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah. And then, of course, there's also the sponsors area where you can meet up uh, product uh, makers in the space and. And uh, again, this year we have folks from uh, uh, from Yoast as well as uh, Main WP and uh, uh, other kind of brands from our space, along with companies like WebPros uh, that I mentioned, our cPanel, even Duda, uh, which is a, a website builder that uh, that is also looking into WordPress. Um, recently, if you guys have been, if you're an agency owner, you probably seen some ads uh, from them. Uh, so they're gonna come in and talk a bit about their involvement and uh, what is their offering as well. So it's a really great place to come in, meet them, speak to uh, speak to product makers, uh, spin the wheel that we have their virtual wheel, as and uh, win some uh, some free prizes. There's some last year. There's been some incredible prizes just to be won over there. Uh, so yeah, it's a full week long celebration of the space. And one last thing that kind of learned from previous years is that. Um, um, while it's free and you're invited to join, um, you're not expected to sit there attentively, you know, with your arms crossed and just watching the screen for 10 hours straight. Um, what we saw is that a lot of uh, folks are do- doing this as a kind of a by the way, like how many people are probably listening to this podcast Right now, they're not just like sitting in a dark room, uh, you know, <laughs> right. with, uh, just uh, with the headphones and their eyes closed. Uh, so you're probably going to be reading some emails and doing some work. But in the background, you have your community by your side for a week um, so that we can um, uh, also help uh, a lot of us that are working from home and sometimes feel a bit lonely. Uh, so that is a, a great way to feel a little more connected during uh, that week. Pick up a few gold nuggets, and even I- each one of those gold nuggets can really transform the rest of the year for a lot of us. Excellent. Well, I'm going to try to, you know, I always, it calls me that networking little yes. um, channel there. And I, I'm like, okay, I got to get some work done. I can't go in there yet. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, we'll see how it there plays you get out. stuck in the networking lounge. You go in and you find yourself at four a.m. still uh, yeah. hanging out with people. You know <laughs> that's the magic, though, isn't it? Really? <laughs> well, cool. So the URL, yes, uh, Adarim a t a r a m dot i o forward slash forward slash summit. So uh, even if you search Web Agency Summit. Uh, you're going to find it or go to our Twitter account, Facebook account, every account, and you'll see a bunch of uh, publications around this. Look for the Woodstock type of uh, mm, branding that we did this year. I love <laughs> it. I love that. Yep. that That's right away. I was like going back in time. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, Vito, this has been fabulous. I, I loved having you on. It was fun just chatting and Thank spending you, our um, time on the Friday show. So, um Sure, we'll have you back. This is always open. If you ever want to pop back in as co-host, you know where to find me. So again, thank you very much for coming. Thank you. And I'll see you next week in the lounge. Seems like you might have a few thoughts going in a few directions from this show. Well, that was our plan. Hope you enjoyed it and would like to once again thank Jetpack as a community friend who knows the value of the WooBuilder community. You can see all they do over at jetpack.com. 
So until the next time, keep on doing the woo.